Deep within a bleak and dismal era, hidden within the murky internet, lies the headquarters of the most sinister peaks of all time, a legion on Zoom. And what's going on, everybody? This is episode five of the... Episode six, but who's counting? Legion on Zoom. Happy to see you all. Happy to hear you all. What's going on with everybody? I'm Chez. You're not seeing or hearing anybody, but I'm Rod. Yeah, I, exactly. The listeners sadly do not get to see the beauty of the Legion on Zoom, but we do. We get to see each other on Zoom. And hi, everybody. My name is Miguel. Good, it's good to be back. Well, I mean, because of everything that's going on, you know, with the whole slight quarantine thing, I am happy to see and hear you two jerks. But, you know, gotcha. that's cool. That's fine. wish I could say the same. Now, now I agree. Now I agree. <laughs> but anyway, moving on from that distasteful fucking exchange. I know what a way to start the show. Your like face, all, look at all that Jesus love. Christ. All right, your face is distasteful. All right, let me stop. Go ahead. Go ahead. Big update for the fans: <laughs> we have a logo, guys, and and it's Yay! amazing. I dare say. It's better than Mount Rushmore. Mm. I mean, if our country, after all is said and done, happens to like erect a new monument, I think it should be our logo. Hopefully not in the lands of Native and Native American like indigenous populations like Mount Rushmore. Not the best time to bring up that. But yes, our I think we should take down the Statue of Liberty perhaps and just make it about like the Legion on Zoom logo. I think it would just Jesus, the Statue of Liberty. Imagine the three of us welcoming immigrants and other people into into the U.S. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, before we get on the logo, I must say, Miguel, you sound exceptionally crisp. Any, anything, anything new going on over there on your end? Well, I'm glad you've noticed, but I'd like to share that I do. I have upgraded into now more professional podcasting. Uh, 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 software. They got a whole mic and everything set up, not just the Yankee mic from my headphones, you know. So, following suit with Rod, but Rod also has already, he was the first one to upgrade his recording set, and Chez is coming right on up. I just want to point out that he's actually lying. He has a string on a can, <laughs> but, some, but, it's, but it sounds it's high great. quality. It sounds yeah. great. It's nylon strings. It's really like it's. <laughs> Props him for unlocking the audio capability of a tin can. Facts. I mean, he is a doctor. Impressive. So shit. Like that's impressive. Fuck. But yeah, people, we now have a logo. I took inspiration from, of course, the Snyderverse of DC films and some classic retro Super Friends motif. So hope y'all enjoy it, and we're gonna plaster it all over the internet. And as well as the podcast itself. So around this time, uh, it'll be showing up. What's today's date again? Today's the 11th? Yeah, the 11th. Of 2025. Yeah. Of 2025. So we're in the future and we're going to be posting our podcast everywhere. Find us. Exactly, exactly. And as you'll see, and as you'll see when you see that, when if you, 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 at this point, when you're listening to this episode, you've seen the logo by episode one, but we haven't seen it in episode one. And so, so technically there is some weird time travel kind of thing going on. But I will say even for me that obviously I'm not a big fan of Snyder and his, his, in his, in his movies, but the logo is fucking dope. It, it's a good, I'm very happy with it. And especially with the super friends touch. Oof. Oof. All right, so for people who don't know is what happens in 2025 is there is a new social media app that lets you post back in time. Mm. And that's what we use. Damn, a social media app. I love it. <laughs> that's what you would use to send things back in time. Got to post a dope photo back in 2020. How humanity works, if we were to unlock anything that would require time travel, it'd be used for social media. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Like, because if you ever worry about like, oh, I hated that one photo that got uploaded to me. Now you can send it back in time and have a better one and change everything. Exactly. Now onto other pretty awesome shit that's going on. Um, there's been some craziness through the whole pandemic with the actual filming and production of the Batman movie, but that hasn't even discourage the people at Warner Brothers because now we're getting a new Gotham that's actually a spinoff of that new universe. I don't even know what to call that verse. 
Right. Because like, we haven't even seen it. We haven't seen, we've only seen some photos, right? Because this is the Matt Reeves Batman universe that we're going to get. And we're also. Is it like the Reeves verse? The Battenson verse? Ha. The Reeves Battens verse? I don't know. That's a, good, that's a good question. We would love to hear people's thoughts. What are we calling this new universe, people? And yeah, the other thing with this new show, right? So we're mm-hmm. getting this new Gotham HBO spinoff show that's supposed to be focused on like the Gotham, like, and you know, the Gotham PD, right? It's like, isn't. Isn't that Gotham? <laughs> Didn't we already see that show? And it was a good show. Well, I mean, if you think about it, um, it was on Fox, right? Yeah. Gotham was on Fox. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched like a few seasons of it concurrently and, and then like I just fell off. But um, I'm hoping that since it's going to be on HBO Max and people should have pay for it, um, it'll give it like a real Gotham PD, you know, like the real treatment it deserves. Because let's be honest, if you're in the Gotham Police Department, just from reading Batman comics, that shit is crazy. Yeah, word. I really like the Gotham show. I watched all the seasons. Uh, that's it about five seasons, I think. It was a cool development of the Bruce Wayne character. I think Alfred was badass. Really set a bar high for that character. And they seem to mesh lore from different Bat universes. Like They had some Tim Burton flavor in there, a little bit of uh, Christopher Nolan. So it was a really cool show, but I'm really excited about this show. And I'm assuming it's starring Commissioner Gordon, played by Jeffrey Wright, which should be interesting as well. And hopefully maybe we might even get some, I mean, I'll just come out and say it, some higher production value when it comes to its overall presentation. Because, all right, Gotham was a good show, but we can't pretend like, you know, we couldn't see like the budget difference between like Batman movies and then Gotham the show. Hopefully now it being on on, you know, on HBO Max is like holy crap. Or imagine imagine if we get like a good like like Game of Thrones budget. Like imagine like a whole like that we actually get the whole city in flames and big ass battles happening there. Like that'd be that'd be great. And I love the idea of the spin-off show for sure for that. But the only thing that pisses me off about that though is like so they're doing all these spin-off shows. We've seen, you know, the other Gotham show we've had <clears throat> we had Batwoman, and then I'm thinking, well, why don't we just make a Batman show? Come on, just do the tried and true. Make a Batman show. Like, how cool would that be? And technically, we I don't think we've never had a true live action Batman show. No, like we've only had. Are you are you forgetting Adam West? Are you forgetting Burt Ward? We have had a Batman show. Right, like, but, um, you're right, you're right, you're right. Rest you're in right. peace. That was... Hold on, hold on, guys. guys. Right, rest in peace. Rest, rest in power, Adam West. Because apparently people are out here forgetting that you ever existed. Essentially pissing on your grave. It's terrible. The pioneer, the legend. That's right. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, what has he done for Batman lately? Come on now. What has he done lately? That's also a good point. But see, I think that's a good point. Where you, exactly. All right, good point. Adam West. But how you have to go deep. You have to go deep, deep from before we were born. To like, like, come on. Like, sure. I, 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 you know, I'm okay with a Commissioner Gordon type show. But like, or how about a Batman show? God damn it. I have like a little bit of a theory on that. I think it's because like, I think almost no matter in any form that they put Batman in, as we can tell by like the old school Batman movies with Clooney and Kilmer and um, who else? Or was that it? Who was after Keaton? It was Clooney, it. Kilmer, and that's it? Okay, cool. Um, of the bad ones. It's kind of like any movie that you put Batman in is going to generate way more money than any show. So it's kind of like why waste him on a show from a business standpoint when you could put him on a movie, make toys for the movie, you know what I mean? And just like, I just feel that like, to put him in a movie, it's the most profitable endeavor than put him on the show. Nah, no, no, because I would think you would get more money. It's like you can put him in movies that will still sell a ton, and then you can put him on TV shows and that would sell a lot too. Like, I don't know, because I, I don't think we would be saturated with Batman. Like, come on, give me more Batman. But that's, you know, I don't know. That's a good question, and whether or not Robert Pattinson is going to appear on the show. I'd imagine he is. Because it's tied to that universe. I was hoping for that. That'd be pretty cool. Or maybe if, like, if that show turns out to be pretty good, those characters might appear in the movie. Yeah, like like the MCU is doing with the, but kind of like a, it wouldn't be reverse, right? I'd imagine this show is coming out after the Matt Reeves, the Batman film. 
No, yeah, but I mean, we never got that fusion from Marvel that we deserve to see characters from like the Netflix universe on screen. That would have been amazing. We are getting those Disney Plus shows, but a very quick shout out to Ben McKenzie who played Commissioner Gordon on the Gotham show. I think he did a fantastic job. I thought the production value was actually pretty good for a Fox TV show. And he actually also got to voice the Batman in Batman Year One, the animated movie. His hair was fucking amazing, dude. Shit. Best hair on television. I, you know what? I agree. <laughs> I agree. Second only to Johnny Bravo. But aside from that, Gordon got it. <laughs> Definitely. And he married that fly thing. Uh, oh, Moreno, yeah. Yeah. Karen. And Leslie Tompkins, he bagged her on set. I think she was married at the time. He's like, no, I'm Commissioner Gordon. He just brought the justice, man. Shout out. Shout out to Ben McKenzie. That juicy gossip. (laughs) (laughs) Tabloids. Commissioner Gordon on point. And in in also, like, some crazier bugged out news, which I honestly think it's bigger news, just because I'm surprised that the show also would have been canceled after she quit. We all know that um, Ruby Rose left. straight up just left the show. Um, conflicting issues just bounced. But they found a new Batwoman, and I hope I'm saying her name correctly. Javicia Leslie? Or is it Javicia? I'm, I'm assuming it's Javicia. Javicia? C-I-A. Like, like Patricia? Javicia? And we will look into that and include a lovely editor's <laughs> note to confirm. But yes, let's just go with Javisha for now. <laughs> uh, don't drag me into this. Uh, but yes, I think J- Javisha sounds correct. Yes, she is very attractive. Her hair is pretty awesome. I appreciate it. <laughs> what do you like about the hair? What's the thing you focus more on about the hair? What's what about it? <laughs> Chess is all about the hair this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Gordon and the new yeah, Batwoman. Beautiful best. hair. Gotham. Beautiful hair. Gotham is known for his beautiful hair people. <laughs> I like how full it is. And it's also really dark. Mm. There's something about it. Mm. I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm <laughs> 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 mm. Yeah, no. But like she yeah, no, it's like, all right, cool. I'm excited. because uh, uh, this is this will be big, you know, because this this will be the first uh, uh black uh, person, right? To, to to portray a bat person, right? And so then that that'll be dope. Uh, you know, the the only thing, my my only issue that it was from the beginning is that I I didn't like because now because Batwoman, right, in the comic books is 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 Kate Kane, and and now like they're not because I thought they were just gonna recast like it's gonna be all of a sudden be like all right now like like how they do in the soap operas, no? Like somebody died and you know whatever got fired and then they have a new person just playing Cat Kane, but we still think she's she's the same person, just a different actor playing her. Oh, that's all. Oh, I like I like that. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. But no, this is going to be a completely new character that they're creating for the show. I, I'm excited, but I'm also worried, right? Because it's also, because it's like, all right, because I think, well, is this, I actually, I don't know, you guys are thinking a little bit more into the Arrowverse than me, but like, has the Arrowverse created a brand spanking new character from John scratch? Diggle. Ooh, yeah, and he's pretty dope. And um, also, I think that um, she's only the first live-action African American member of the Bat family. I think that in the comics, there's also Batwing and the symbol. And Luke and Luke Fox is also on that show as a side character in the Batwoman, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And I built and and, and and Luke Fox in the comics becomes one of the a bat. I don't remember Bat Batwing, right? He's Batwing. Wait, he's so in yeah, the show. Since, since we're yeah, since we're and he's also had, he has a he has a lean, not his bat wing, but he's there. He's lean. He has a six pack, very sexy. But speaking of you know African American bat characters, shout out to Marlon Wayans, Deep Cuts, Facts. who was cast. yeah, Facts. he would have been the first in Tim Burton's uh, bat verse. And apparently, he was fitted for a costume. He was paid. He's probably still getting resi- bat residuals. But that that would have been awesome. That would have been, and it just also show you how forward thinking Tim Burton was as a director. He just did an amazing job. I hope that they can either invoke his style or bring him in for Michael Keaton's big return as Batman. 
yo imagine if they end up going a route like they in they you know hopefully the rumors of like a batman beyond movie are true and then we get like michael keaton as an older bruce wayne and we get like marlon wayans back like well not like officially you know as like an older robin that would they like, could oh, they could do that they could even bring back billy d williams right because it's still i think they're gonna just uh ignore parts three and four and just continue from there like brian singer did with the superman films and maybe even like a really old penguin, an old Danny DeVito. Yeah, he looks exactly the same. Like, he can just pull that off. Yeah, facts. That'd be pretty awesome. Oh, actually, now that you mentioned Danny DeVito, actually, that brings me to the next point I wanted to bring up and discuss, have, a, have this conversation with you fine gents, right? That I was talking to the guys, right, the other day. It was that because the new comic book movie, The Old Guard, just came out on Netflix, Right. First of all, I didn't even know it was a comic book movie. Actually, I wasn't aware until I saw that, you know, the, the writer for the movie was Greg Ruka. I'm like, well, he's a comic book writer. And then when I saw him, I'm like, oh, damn, this is his book. It was on image, which I just started reading after I saw the movie, because the first of all, the movie's great. I would recommend everybody should watch it. The soundtrack for the movie is terrible, but it's still a very good movie. Wow. And but I think the key thing that I, wanted to, I was bringing up because it stars Charlie Theron. Right, she's the the key uh, character. Her name and Andy. Um, and I was telling the guys that I think I believe she is the biggest, as of now, the biggest Hollywood star to ever be in a superhero film. I think because she come on, she's an Academy Award winning actress, I think Golden Globe winning actress, and like I don't know everything she's won. And and she's in a comic book movie, like a superhero movie. Who else? Well, I have an idea of somebody else, but like I'd like to hear because Chess, I believe, will disagree. Yeah, I 100% disagree. Um, I honestly think that the most famous person to honestly play a superhero is Don Cheadle, who played War Machine. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, that's com- <laughs> Hotel Rwanda. Yeah, facts. He's a great actor, but not the most famous. No, Charlie's is much fam- much bigger than 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 he is. Oh no, yeah, dude. I said I was kidding, man. Like he's he's highly underrated. He's underappreciated. He's a great but actor. Yeah, I think that mo- I think the most famous person, which is why they anchored the whole MCU on him, was Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was famous, getting arrested for doing drugs and being on TV, making millions. While Charlie Theron was like, like maybe in like the tenth grade or something like that. I might be absolutely wrong about that, but still, he was famous way before her. Hold on, I gotta backtrack. Danny DeVito's in that film. No, because we were saying because he was in the in the Tim Burton films. Oh, I thought the segue that he did a masterful segue. I'm like, damn. Okay. Because <laughs> no, that because Danny DeVito's a big name too. He's obviously not like freaking as big, but no, but come on, yeah. Okay, I okay, see, okay. I, no, I see I see where I see where, where he might even he might even be in the running, like because he's huge and he played Penguin. Yeah. So But we also gotta think about it also in the times though, because for example, all right, you bring up Robert Downey Jr., sure. But at the time when they when they hired him to do Iron Man, that he was a gamble. No, he was a gamble. He was at that point he had had such a huge problem with his drug uh, issues that no, so that he was he was yeah he was big, but he wasn't as big anymore. Like because for example, Charlie Theron is an Academy Award winning actress. You know that you know that the moment isn't Robert Downey Jr. also an Academy Award winner? Has he won an Oscar yet? I I don't know. We will have to Google that. Also, a quick shout out to Greg Rucka, who also wrote the Gotham PD comic book for DC Comics. So I'm wondering how much of for the show they're gonna pull from his run because. A lot of the criticisms I read for the Gotham TV show was that it wasn't an adaptation of that comic book run, which I've never read, but I've heard great things about it. But yeah, it's just an aside. And I'm looking it up right now, and no, my good He's man, a nominee. Robert Downey nominee. Jr. has Golden nominee. Globes and a lot of like you know, yeah, MTV Awards, People Choice Awards, which are great too. I love him as an actor, but come on, Charlie. He got nominated. Charlie he got nominated for two Charles Oscars. Charles Theron can I act the shit out of him. You know, right, come right, on. I, 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 got the, I got the mic dropper right now. You guys are overlooking my guy. <laughs> my boy. Mm. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Ooh. He is also, he's won all those awards, right? The Academies, the Golden Globes. He probably has a room full of that shit. He's an activist. He's a vegan. He's He just played a, a very interesting portrayal of the Joker, which was one of the best comic book films of the of last year or this year, last year, right? He's um, he's hands him in like a rugged, crazy way. Yeah, and you know, I would like that movie to stay a one off. 
I thought it was really good. But if they want to keep making films in that universe with that very gritty, realistic vibe, I'd be with it. But I definitely think the biggest star right now in comic book films is Joaquin Phoenix. I will say, though, actually, Joaquin Phoenix, I believe, won his first Academy Award for Joker. So, Damn, so no, because Charlie Theron won her Academy Award for the movie Monster, which is this epic film, and she just immediately incredibly uh, acted, and also has won other awards for sure. Which, which you know, Joaquin Phoenix has won awards, for, you know, like like the like the BAFTA awards and that kind of stuff, Golden Globes, um, and whatnot. But I I agree, he's big, he's famous, but I think. Charlize is in another realm. She's been a lot. I was honestly going to think that the only other person that I was thinking in modern, well, like recent, you know. ScarJo. No, <laughs> come on. Yeah. No. Hey, yeah. she, no. Yeah. I was thinking. You should be ashamed of oh, yourself. Yeah. I, I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. We could use um Rod's speedy fingers on this. Should we compare all three of their um net worth or no? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Well, no, then that'd be different because I, I... I think it's relevant, though. No, because right now... ScarJo got that. Come on, she's in all the Avengers. And she has no, her own Avengers movie. Robert Downey Jr. is going to be the net worth. Like, he's gonna he's a billionaire, I bet, from all the movies. He's I assumed we meant active Hollywood star. No, I mean, I think out of all the he movies, like, from the movies ever? that we've seen, uh-huh, ever, I was thinking ever, like, who have we mm. seen to take on the mantle of a superhero movie you know, and, and that, to, to be an actor of that caliber, like Charlize Theron, the only other person I was thinking about was maybe, I Jack guess, Nicholson. Exactly. Okay, Ledger. That's a good point. Well, no, Heath Ledger yeah, wasn't right, that uh, big uh, at the uh, moment. I'll retract that one, but, uh, but Jack Nicholson Jack for sure. Jack Nicholson, yes, exactly. That's There's a big a theme, one. a theme, of course, here with the Joker, you know. Oh, right. Joaquin Phoenix. And then the only little blooper that we have there, you know, the blip we have uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto, yeah. I am a fan. I don't care what you guys say. Don't judge uh, okay, me. Okay, so going a little, again, a little off track, but still relevant. So apparently there's a, a director's cut of Batman Forever out there in oh. the Warner Brothers vault. And who knows, maybe this whole Snyder phenomenon is going to start a trend in films where since we're all home, there's no new content being produced, or at least very little new content they can just start releasing director's cuts i've heard that there's a rocky four director's cut of batman forever director's cut that's why david ayer suicide squad director's cut which might you know potentially redeem the jared leto joker character do y'all want to see that what do you think well we've talked about the ayer cut already before and we know where we stand but i would i would be down to see a batman forever uh, uh, director Scott, I, I wonder what what it would be. Apparently, I think it was supposed to be a, a darker, no? Like, yeah, that that be I'd be that'd be cool to watch. Chess, Rest in peace, uh, Joel Schumacher. Oh, Quick word. shout out. Oh, thanks, RMP. I would love to see all the Jared Leto Joker footage without seeing an air cut because I hate the way air's gone about it. But I think my man's Leto deserves some his due appreciation for all the stuff we heard that was cut from the movie, which was supposedly a lot. So I want to see all the deleted scenes, but I don't want Ayer to profit in any way from it. <laughs> unlike, <laughs> unlike Snyder, who deserves both. He's a pioneer. And we haven't really... Well, have you spoken about Birds of Prey? Apparently that one got chopped up too, uh, you know, by executives or there were too many hands in the pot. But that one was kind of a mess as well. Yeah, no, I don't think we we haven't talked. We talked about it a little bit. I think episode one. Uh, yeah, but it it was like yeah, the movie's all right, but exactly, it just it had a lot too much going on, and just it felt like very cut, you know, cut and paste, you know, different things, and then voila, we have a movie, and it's like eh, you know, if it wasn't for Margot Robbie on it, like, you know, the movie would have been complete trash. A turd, yeah, and the lowest performing DCEU film to date. Yeah, I still oh, haven't word. checked out the movie, but I hope I do. Maybe I'll get it on sale or something at some point on some service for some like very low fee. But I want to take this opportunity to make a quick deep cut. You guys remember the Birds of Prey show? Yeah. Oh that, yeah, I never really watched it actually. Did you I checked it out it? for a, yeah, I checked it out for a bit. It was interesting. It's like she was the daughter of um like spoiler alert, she was the daughter of um Batman and Selena Kyle. But for some reason, she was a metahuman with like cat-like abilities, even though Selena Cowell is a human, something like that. Like, well, they're both human, not like how. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Batman, like it's debatable, but yeah, 
<laughs> but like it's a pretty interesting show. And then I think we we saw her in the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover in in yeah! the Arrowverse, and she died. It. Dude, I don't care. Yo, that shit was the fact that I mean, I don't know if she needed the money, but I'm sure she was willing to come back. <laughs> Maybe that gave her closure. Like her knowing that her universe was destroyed gave her closure on her show not getting finished. And speaking of like hopping universes, apparently like these uh Ryan Reynolds talks and Green Lantern, all these rumors popping up could be just the flash and flashpoint visiting different film universes. Kind of like what people think that Doctor Strange might do. Um, you know, like, how, and, how they, and that how would these... ex- that would explain why we saw the Flash in the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh man! Wow, you you imagine deep cuts? <laughs> That'd be really cool. Facts. Like after the matter, say that you know, as he was hopping, he just visited you know the Barry Allen of the Arrowverse. Whatever. Or we Earth see, or we, or, or we see that little same cameo or something, or a different one in the movie. Like with you know, let's give our man Grant, you know, Gustin a second on the big screen. I I appreciate his Flash. He's a good Flash. He's the Flash of our generation. I think he deserved it. He could be a bit bulkier all around. He's a little bit too skinny for my taste, but his acting and like his vibe is on point, though. Hey. The, the one thing that I why, know, why you gotta hate, man? Why you why you hating on things? Yeah, people? my guy Gustin is sexy. another dude. Another dude. Nah, and, man, he's good. I, I, wait, no, also, I guess, also, think about it. The guy runs all the time. He's gonna right. be thin. He's doing mad right. cardio. Get this bad. What do you expect? Ch- Ches wants the Wesley ship jacked up. The <laughs> jacked facts, up flash. Facts. But on another side point, and I guess it is a running theme. His hair is also epic. <laughs> These dudes out here are just styling. That play on words that was delicious. The <laughs> running theme. Oh, ah. oh nice. Ah. Yeah, touche. Um, the one thing that I was just like, I had in the back of my mind is, I'm assuming they're going to do it better than how it's done in the Flash show. Because on the Flash, um, they kind of do get away with it. I get it. And I appreciate how they do it. Whenever he's trying to run through the Speed Force or back in time, they showed like the multiverse and like this web where they show flashes of different things and whatnot. But in the movie or, you know, like, are we going to get like interactions? Like, would he be in those universes? Like, like, are we going to get like a scene of like an old Keaton or is he going to talk and make a scene and have a scene with an old Keaton? Oh, I what want I- that. I need that. I, I want that scene. I want Michael. Keaton. You got the money. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, I mean, we still haven't settled on like who's the biggest star, so we could all, we could all just assume that I'm right and move on. <laughs> I, I think I think my response got the most mmms. I think we go back in the tape and listen to it. We gauge the responses. I, I got I got some good collective mmm. Now, nah, but nah, it's because it was interesting, not because we agree. It, it was like well done, good good effort. That was a good effort. Mm, that's it. Not not yeah. not a you're right. Mm, come on now. I'm still so right. Charlie Theron is the biggest Hollywood star, the best actor, is the most well respected uh, 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 actor out there to be in a superhero film. All right. How about this? I have an idea. So since we all agree that both RDJ and Charlie Theron are more famous than Joaquin Phoenix. That means Rod's choice is kind of eliminated, so he gets the swing vote between RDJ and Charlie Theron, Ooh. and then we can close this and move on with our lives. I like that. No, no so uh, since we're making it anybody from any film, I still go Jack Nicholson. Oh! Damn! I still, I still go Jack Nicholson. I mean, he's like a class A star. He just, oh, that's <laughs> a good point, because I was thinking that you were referring to Joaquin Phoenix, but you're right, Jack Nicholson. You're, you're being an agent of chaos now. Oh, all right, Chess. Would you change your answer to Jack Nicholson, or you want to stay with RDJ? Just because of the fact that I want to see you lose, I'm going to secede and vote Jack Nicholson. That's right. And just because I'm right, I'm going to stay with Charlize Theron because she is the Jack Nicholson is a fantastic actor, of, of course. But I do think Charlize was is it, it, it a whole other caliber. It, it's a whole other realm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I go with, with Charlize. I say I welcome you to the superhero business. I, I hope you stay long in the movies, make a lot more movies, show the world that superheroes can be really fucking good movies. And hopefully you'd love to see her in a Marvel or DC movie. She's awesome, but may that choice accompany you to your grave. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if we're looking yeah. retrospectively, I want to look into the future because we still have The Rock's Black Adam. And The Rock Ooh. might be the biggest Hollywood star that lives right, right. now, right? Isn't I get, he? Well, yeah. Who's the biggest? Uh, I mean, 
we still can't downplay Scarlett Johansson. I think she's the highest grossing female in the in movies. I don't know, no. but she makes a lot of bread. The Rock is so famous, like he's like he's basically like an elemental. He's named after like Earth. He's Earth. <laughs> That's wild. Michael bro. Phelps is is water, right? Facts. All right. right. So then, I guess, I guess, I guess, I wanna, I gotta, wanna clarify my point because what, what, the way I was bringing it up to is like, you're right, you're right, because The Rock is a huge, 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 huge star. But no, I was also thinking about it in terms of the best, in terms of the hugest, most serious actor, like someone who's been known for their acting craft, you know, for their, and, well, and The Rock is, you know, I'm not gonna give him, I'm not gonna downplay him. The Rock is a good he's actor. He's known for his wrestling. He's not known for his acting craft. No, oh, but come, come up, but what is wrestling come if it's on. not acting? Wrestling is acting, and he was a great performer. It's and a so combination he, of sport and acting. That shit is tough. True, 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 true. That shit is tough. I'm not a fan, but that shit is tough. And so that's why I think in terms of the, of the best known serious actors, those who have, those who, could have their own career outside of superhero films, you know, which I hope many of our people can, but I think, yeah, for sure. Jack Nicholson, Joaquin Phoenix and Charlie Saron are, and I would say even probably Ben Affleck were one of the biggest, biggest people out there. And also like and George Clooney, for example, he was Batman. Of course, George Clooney was a big, is a big Hollywood star. Um, so I think there, there's a few up there in the running and, and Robert Downey too, but like, come on, he hasn't made a good movie now after, after, after the, the, the Marvel movies. Doctor Doolittle was a masterpiece. Did you see it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ryan Tomatoes gave it like a zero percent. I, I wanted to go with blind conviction. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> All right. So we so we agree. I win. I appreciate. All right. So nah, you just you just crushing on Charlize Theron. He's South African. She's all exotic. I mean, I'm not mad. Exotic. <laughs> But I definitely say it's Nicholson. Then she fine. was really hot Nicholson. in that in that superhero film with uh, Will Smith. Didn't she have powers as well? Uh, oh yeah, Hancock. Hancock. Shout out! Shout out to oh, Hancock. She was shout there out to too. Hancock, which was a superhero <laughs> film too, but not based. Was it based on an actual comic book? Too? I don't think so. I don't know, but they should have expanded that universe because I really liked that, like the backstory. I think like they were gods or something like that, and like it was pretty. Like oh, they were right. gods that were persecuted. Yeah. It was, it was kind of funky. It was pretty epic. Yeah, I liked the movie. It was it was a fun movie for sure. And wasn't like Jason Bateman in that movie? I think. Uh huh. Yeah, the effects yeah. were pretty cool. I remember. I rewatched that. All right. Yeah, it's, I saw it. Like I think like pre quarantine or maybe during quarantine. It was all a blur. I don't remember. It makes me sad. What you saw Hancock right now, like during quarantine, like like recently. The movie came out like years ago. No, 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 no. Not for the first time. I rewatched ah. it. Hancock. <laughs> Shout out to Will Smith. Facts. That should have gotten a sequel. <laughs> All right, so guys, and now the moment that everyone has been waiting for, even though they have no idea that they've been waiting for it. What is the best comic book show on earth, either animated or live action? I honestly put up this question with like, why are we here? Oh, this is some shit, gentlemen. Damn. I mean, should we even like? All right, let's start with animated. Let, let's let's keep it. Let's, right, some, let's organize it. Okay, animated. And like of all time or all time. Ooh. I exactly. I mean, I gotta by default go with Batman the animated series. Um, I think in a time where Marvel dominated the Saturday morning cartoon lineup with Spider Man and Fantastic Four and X Men and everything, you know, the Batman the animated series came out masterfully done. Uh, it was very deep. I think it had four whole seasons and various spinoffs. Still up to this day, there's a comic book out right now called The Adventures Continues that's pretty good where they're, they're uh, meshing in Jason Todd and, and Slade into the lore. Oh, snap. Um, so I, I dig it. And, you know, I still watch it to this day. Batman Beyond was the shit. Justice League was the shit. And all of that came from Batman the Animated Series. So that's my pick. You're right, because it gave birth to all of those great, great. Actually, I just started rewatching uh, the Justice League animated series because it's on on the DC Universe app, and it, it's just such a good show. But exactly, yeah, that shit is but awesome. It it's came awesome from that Batman show. Mm. And Kevin Conroy, one of the greatest voice actors ever. People have him as their favorite Batman. That he went on to voice him in various animated films, the Arkham series. I mean, his voice is synonymous with like 
Batman. And we got to meet him at Comic-Con. Shout out to Comic-Con. We had to meet Kevin Conway a few years back. At New York City Comic-Con. Yeah, in person in the Arrowverse with the exoskeleton. Oh, like, right. Spoilerverse, that was lit. Like he actually played a, a live action Batman and, and, and he's wonderful. He's wonderful, exactly. No, he, he is the definite Batman voice. Like even, and we were talking about this last episode too, you know, about all the different voices and, and saying how like, I, I, I think I was thinking Michael Keaton for me has been one of the best Batman voices in live action film. But no, but let's, we got to be real. Kevin Conroy has been, is the best Batman and best Bruce Wayne voice. He's just the best. Facts. Facts. What about you, Doc? What's your favorite show oh, ever? That's, I don't know, man. Cause it's hard. It's hard to go against Batman, the animated series. Like I think for me to X-Men, like the X-Men, the original X-Men show. Oh my God. Cause nothing like that theme song, you know, like it's just all of that just brings me, it, it, it has a very, very, uh, 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 you know, space, a good space in my heart. But I do think the Batman show was better, though. Like, it was just the, the, the craft, the, the storytelling, all of it was, was, was a lot better. And are there any newer shows that have been, like, that good? Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, in recent memory, I guess very recently, the Harley Quinn show. I love it. Mm, that's true. But how about you, Chess? Who you got for your the best animated comic book show? I'm gonna have to go with Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Which was good. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that, that was a fun that show. That shit was pretty good, actually. <laughs> that shit was actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> deep cut. <laughs> Let me see. Let me think. Damn. It's like wow, like there's so many, <laughs> like there's so many of them. Like, let's not forget the Spider-Man one was good too. But yeah, oh my goodness, like not as good as X-Men though. No, I never, I never liked it as as good as I, you know, I didn't think it was as good as X-Men was, which I think also ran for like three or four seasons. No, nah, I mean, damn, I really enjoyed that Spider-Man. X-Men Evolution, oh that one was really that good. That was good, and it got like an ending, which I like. It gave you a sense of closure, like it wasn't just canceled. I really appreciated. No, wait. Did wow. It? I thought. I thought. I th- yeah, I think it did. I remember seeing a final episode. Like, got it. And- yeah, it got. It got a, a closer. Oh, you know yeah. what? I got it confused with. Didn't wasn't there like a Wolverine and the X Men animated show? That one was good. I like that one. Yeah. And that one ended just abruptly. If I remember, it ended mm-hmm. with introducing the Age of Apocalypse storyline, and then it just kind of like ended. Ah. Such a shame. Damn, dude. Like. It- Wow, I mean, Dad, there's so many. Like, if I really have to put my pin in one, it may be um, the second version of the JLA show, Justice League Unlimited, when they're in the Watchtower, mm. because it just contains certain so many. Like, and oddly, like oddly enough, like I just started smiling. Like as I thought about it, for some reason, like I enjoyed how many small obscure heroes they put in there. Like that cowboy dude with the guns. I have no idea what his name is. Black Knight. You know what I mean? Like so many characters within the Watchtower. Yeah. You got Shining to see Cap- Knight. Yeah. 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 Shining Knight. Isn't Black Knight? Like, like I think like Marvel. The one from Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, I would say Justice League Unlimited, to be honest. Justice League Unlimited. Ooh, that, yeah. That's a good. That actually got me thinking about that too. Because then also we, we haven't mentioned too Young Justice. Like that's oh. been a good show. Ooh. I, I mean, to be honest, I think, <laughs> play on words, Young Justice is too young, maybe, to even, like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, all the shows that we're considering, like, they had, like, a long-standing, like, presence, you know what I mean? Like, but I think Young Justice, it deserves more time before it could be, like, a GOAT series, a GOAT comic book animated series, even though it's amazing. How many seasons has it had? Three. I'm not mis- yeah, three. And three and... But two were before on before being on the DC universe, right? Because like three wasn't was the right. newest one, right? Right. So even I think mm-hmm. I think that speaks highly of like how good the show was, right? That they got canceled, but then the fans brought it back. Yeah, very true. Yeah, wow. shout out to Teen Titans as well. That show that show introduced that group of characters who were relatively obscure at the time, you know, Starfire, Cyborg, Beast Boy, to now these are household characters. Every kid knows the Teen Titans. 
fact, dude, Hawk and Dove. I'm happy Hawk and Dove got made into live action. I'm very appreciative of that. I'm that's super awesome. Like I go as far as to say they should get like a movie or even like a mini series. It's a good segue to the best live action oh. or your favorite all time. I'm gonna go first because I, I can't like I can't hold it any longer. <laughs> the best comic book live action TV show is Drumroll. <laughs> Daredevil on Netflix. Oh Daredevil on Netflix Ooh. because not only did it establish a gritty element to the MCU, you know, whether or whether it's um, canon or not, you can debate. But it also spun off into other things, much like the Batman show did way back when. It spun off into all these characters like Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Defenders, Punisher. And it all started with Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock. Facts. Oh, yeah. He's kind like, of like the RDJ Iron Man of Netflix. Agreed. Exactly. Ex- Except debatably better. Wait, wait, Damn! Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah, you heard me. You heard me. <laughs> nah, you what? I said what I said. Could you elaborate? <laughs> what do you mean better? He might be better than Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Iron Man. I don't know. I mean, all right. Like, let's. Okay, let's you need to fun. eat a dick. <laughs> all right. You just stop right now and go eat a dick. Because Robert Downey Jr. Or should I eat a Charlie Cox? <laughs> 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 a, a solid goal, a goal. <laughs> but yeah i mean like come on like damn like it's almost to say i honest i'll say it like i think the first season of daredevil is better than iron man one can one make that comparison all right i'm leaving i'm out of here <laughs> and the, skit, the schism begins <laughs> so i assume that you're also picking daredevil Nah, I wouldn't go. All right, what do you think is what's your biggest best favorite live action comic book show? Fudge. I mean, I for at one point it might have even been Arrow just because like like it sucked you in. But I think like damn, my favorite comic book show. Damn. That's a tough you. Hmm. Honorable mention to Watchmen, which I just finished for the second time. Loved it. Lois and Clark Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember like anything about that show. Like I don't remember any story. I don't remember any plot. I, I, I probably if I see it again, I'd like something will remember. I'll come back. I, I do remember enjoying it though. You remember Dean Cain? Of course I do. And who, who was the sexy Lois Lane? <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot what. Wait. Uh. I forgot who that was, but she was pretty. She was pretty. Now, to be honest, um, I'll say The Flash. Whoa, The Flash. Really? That's the best live-action show. The current Flash one, right? Yeah, the current Flash. Uh, not the John Wesley Ship one. But, come on, that gets even more credit for involving the John Wesley Ship show into its own lore. Nah, that, that's, a, that's a solid argument right there. Like, damn. And Zoom insane. in Season 2 is one of the best villains I think across the board from TV shows and movies that we've seen. I think like, I think like the Zoom season storyline would have worked in a movie if worked out right. That's how epic that shit is. With enough of a budget and like enough writing, the Zoom storyline would have been like a, like a really dark rated R Flash movie. It was dope. Yeah, no, definitely. In terms of villains, too, actually, that, that reminds me, like, speaking of Daredevil, I, I do think, I don't know, man, like, because, like, the Kingpin and Bullseye, I think they have been some of the best villains I've ever seen on a live-action show. Oh, well, because uh, also within that same realm, I think, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Kilgrave from Jessica Jones. He could be one of the best villains live-action show that I think in my, and I love Flash and I love Zoom. I don't know. I think they're they're more. I don't know. I got. I got. Um, they're better. I would think. And because I, I would also, I think, have to say, yeah, Daredevil was the best live action show. I'll even make another argument for the Flash. It gave us the crises events, which honestly, like, it gave the studios the audacity to try it. And because of that, we get like we get like a new Christmas now. Yeah, <laughs> I put I put those crisis events on par with Christmas. I don't care. They're important to me. And unlike Netflix, which struggled to make solid connections to the film universe, The Flash pulled it off by having Ezra Miller show up. Oh, my God. Exactly. 
I would have said like um, they did it seamlessly, but it wasn't. But they did it. Yeah, you're right, and they were able to exactly like you're saying. It's Christmas. We always know every year we get this crossover event, and so we can't wait. You know, you can't wait for it, and it's exciting. And sadly, Netflix only pulled off one crossover event, which is the Defender series, which I thought was great, uh, but but nah. But yeah, I still, I still, I know I love me the Flash, but I don't know. I have to side with Rod. Daredevil was the best. It gave because oh my god, Daredevil gave us Punisher. Come on. Gave us Punisher, gave us Electric, gave us the King thing, gave us Bullseye, all these awesome. Uh, nah, loved it. Yeah, honorable mention to The Walking Dead, which although I oh, I didn't keep up after Negan bashed a couple of people over the head, while it was hot, it was white hot. It was like Game of Thrones hot. It was get all your friends together and light up some joints, pour some drinks, you know, get the popcorn ready and enjoy that show. At For the first few seasons, I was hooked on that show so. i remember we used to have those watch parties at, at, at your place and we also had that rule but you know get all this in, but also and then everybody put your phones away nobody better be on your damn phone while we're watching this my only thing with the walking dead is that yeah even though like it became a cultural phenomenon it's kind of like i i wouldn't put it up there in our discussion simply because of the redundancy of the show you know what i mean like it was hot but it was like like it fizzled out on its own. Like, where The Walking Dead was, where The Flash is now, because I think The Walking Dead is like on, like, what, season six, seven, longer, maybe? I think it's 20, actually. 35. A mm-hmm. hundred seasons. <laughs> At that point, I would have been like, how are all those zombies not dead? Who are these people that have survived this long? And how is that not over by default? Well, you want the zombies to... Wait... You mean how all the are the zombies not yeah, dead? Yeah, like how all the <laughs> they're dead. That, that's the no, no, no. Point. I mean, well, I mean, like, uh, well, well, in the sense of well, I mean, dead by like how how are they still a threat? It's been so long, like they're still around because they can't die. That's why they're a threat. Yeah, they they downplayed the zombie threat like throughout the seasons. It became more human versus human, and the zombies were just creating the arena for chaos. Hence, we are the Walking Dead. Oh, I think that was the point of the whole show. Right? Any any other good shows that we're not forgetting? Uh, any great comic book TV shows? I will say honorable mention too. I think I think it goes to for me Agents of Shield. I thought that was always a consistently enjoyable mm. show. It wasn't the best. It was not at all the worst. And I think and I especially especially because I liked it because I was surprised. That I was gonna like is at first I thought like ah like why why do I care about Shield like I don't want to watch obviously at the beginning because it's like oh my god I got Phil Coulson Clark Gregg I'm like of course I'm gonna watch he was great in the movies but like then actually like I cared about the characters you know uh, I all all the members of the of, of Shield were, was fun and all the different the you know they got into they started exploring the Marvel universe in ways that the Marvel universe, you know, MCU had not yet, you know, like really getting involved with the Kree, space travel, time travel, some good stuff in humans as well. Yeah. I remember Deathlock in like season two or something like that. Marvel deep. That cuts. show was definitely ambitious. Like I'm surprised that like they really went for like the immersion, but I don't feel like they ever really closed the deal. But they definitely reached. But their budget was pretty cool. I like that a lot. Honorable mention to Deep Cut, Nightman, John, <laughs> John, Ooh, Johnny Comics. Domino, who plays a saxophone and has a prowler. That guy fucks. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And, and huge guns. He has his guns out while he's playing that sax. I'm sure all the ladies wish they were that saxophone. My God, man. And even slightly deeper cut at this point, deep gash. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) I remember that wizard. I think they did like uh, Who Would Win? If you remember back in the day, um, honorable mention to wizard in the back. They would have like a versus. And I think at one point they had Wolverine versus Nightman or something (laughs) like that. I think I remember seeing that at one point. It seems blurry in the back of my head. But definitely, I remember seeing, but yeah, honorable mentions. Damn. But my pick is the Flash. All right, well, we got good options. I think it's two for Daredevil, one for Flash, and a lot of, lot of really good honorable mentions. 
Not Smallville. Don't forget about Smallville, which ran for 10 seasons. I didn't watch like the last five or so, but I saw the last episode, which is kind of cool with a big throwdown between him and like. And if the fans out there got any suggestions that we completely forgot, because I'm sure we did, um, we're not omniscient. We're not Doctor Manhattan. If not, we wouldn't be. Not yet. Even though I think we should be naked and painted blue for one episode in honor of (laughs) Doctor Manhattan, but send us any other suggestions you guys might have. I mean, I'm sure we forgot some stuff. It'd It'd be pretty cool to see what's out there. And shit, that I guess that settles that. Even though my choice will accompany me to the grave, my conviction will never wane. Um, I guess the best animated live-action show of all time is Daredevil. Fair yes. enough. Charlie Cox, well-deserved. And what was animated? What do we settle on? Yeah, wait, wait. Animated was... No, I, I, I think we... Well, we all picked something Batman. different. Batman. I think I, I'm for the Batman. Like, you have to. Like, you have to say Batman. I, fair enough. You know what? I say we could make this a thing going forward. When we all pick something, someone has to concede to see who's the biggest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> a test of true manliness to admit defeat. Um, but yeah, so I guess Batman the Animated Series and Daredevil, the, um, the actual series, live action. Two pretty all awesome right, Now choices. let's go rewatch them right now. Yes, I, I am down for that. Let's just uh, take a bunch of stimulants <laughs> and let's see what happens. Okay, and just to recap the show, uh, Ben McKenzie has the best hair on television. Mm-hmm. Miguel's obsessed with Charlize Theron. And people are hating on my guy watching He's not that famous. <laughs> <laughs> He's a vegan and an activist, though, right? All, all the more the reasons I'm not a <laughs> then That's why, yeah. <laughs> and on that note, guys, this has been an awesome time with you. Love you guys, friends, brothers, as usual. And this has been the Legion on Zoom, everybody. Episode five. Episode six, but whatever. Love you all. Love to see you all. Love to hear you all. Gonna love to hear from all you, the fans. And once again, I'm Chez. Yo, I'm Miguel. I'm Rod. Peace. Peace. Haters. Deuces. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.